In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to all in this beautiful final Sunday of October, in this glorious fall season we have been having. We come now to the third in these series of sermons the Bishop of Madison has asked to be preached. And again, if you're not from the Diocese of Madison, I apologize, this will be a little bit new for you. But of course, if you have been here, you remember two weeks ago, we addressed the current reality and the massive institutional decline in the practice of the faith. Last week, we meditated on how this is not managed decline. This is restructuring to grow stronger, retreating so as to counterattack, purifying so as to preach. And this Sunday we come to the solutions the bishop is going to give. So, as you may or may not know, there are currently 102 parishes in the Diocese of Madison. A parish is a geographical boundary. And in those 102 parishes, there are 135 churches, plus their school buildings and office buildings or whatever properties they have, right? So 102 parishes, geographic structures, 135 churches and other assorted buildings. The bishop will be announcing this coming week that those 102 parishes that currently have 78 pastors, okay? 102 parishes currently have 78 pastors, so you have a number of pastors with multiple parishes and even more churches, etc. The bishop will announce this week that those 102 parishes will be restructured into 30 pastorates. So there will be those 102 geographic areas will be restructured into 30 geographic areas. Now you might say, what? Are there only going to be 30 churches? No, that's 30 geographic structures that will encompass 135 churches. Are there only going to be 30 places where Mass is going on? No, they will have to be figured out and understood. Are they closing my church? No. What will happen is, this coming week, we will see our pastorate. So midweek, you'll get emailed to you, our pastorate. And here's where I take a little side note. Once again, our pastorate is frankly rather obvious and rather exciting. And we will, to be perfectly honest, we will lose a lot less than frankly other places will. That's just the nature of the game. So we might have very prayerful and energetic hearts knowing that changes are coming, but quite frankly, the change in our pastorate will be much less radical than the change in other pastorates. And that can be us a place of refuge and good cheer. Again, those 30 pastorates will have one pastor and two or three or four associates with him as the pastorate depends. Those new priests, the new one pastor and the associates with him, will be assigned in July of 2023. And in July of 2023, those new pastorates will take effect, and they'll spend a year from July 2023 until July 2024 reorganizing those 30 pastorates 
into one canonical and legal structure. You just might think for a minute we put together 30 pastorates. There's a lot of checking accounts there, all right? There is a lot. Well, who has who has legal control of all the property, so on and so forth. Well, the answer to that question is those local places and people. All of those parishes that go into those one of those 30 pastorates, the money stays there. The control of the buildings is there. The organization of the apostolate is there. And what this will allow us to do, though these, I think the coming year will be incredibly difficult, it will be difficult with a zealous power because now that one pastor gathers all of those people and resources in that pastorate. And instead of replicating things over and over and over, we get now a focused, zealous apostolate. We might take a key from Zacchaeus, right? The Lord is, and we just have to have an awareness of this, Cultural faith has been dead for some time now. A cultural faith where we just go to church because that's what we do, that's been dead for about 50 years, though its fumes have kept moving so on and so forth. I receive sacraments because it's just sort of the rite of passage and that's what we do is dead and finally being swept out the door, praise God, so that... It is no longer a cultural faith. It is no longer an institutional faith. It's what it has always truly been, a radically personal faith. Zacchaeus, I come to your house. Matthew, I point to you. Woman at the well, I forgive your sins. Mary Magdalene, you respond to me. Come meet the man who told me everything I have done. And in that is truly the restructuring that will make us strong, the retreating that will give us the power to counterattack, the purification that I argue we desperately need in order to truly preach the gospel. And while that might sound a bit radical, you can take heart here in the Dells, frankly, its practical impact on us will be, relatively speaking, minimal. It'll probably come down to arguing about schedules and all the myopic insanity that comes with that and deciding where will the fish fry be? It must be here, gosh darn it, and all that idiocy that will go on. But we will hearken to Christ, his beating heart, his glorious life, wherever his sacraments are celebrated, that is where we will go. Wherever his gospel is preached, that is where we will gather and become mighty and strong, restructured so as to become strong, retreating, yes, so as to have effective counterattack, badly needed purification to authentically preach and say, Lord, you are welcome in my house, and I too shall hearken to yours, to adore the gift of salvation you wrought, to eat flesh and drink blood and live, and to go forth and live proudly the gospel of Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.